Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am always happy to be here with you and you can always send me a voice message and ask a question, suggest a guest, pick a topic. It will be in the show notes, so just look out for those or send an email to 13th Avenue Media at gmail.com. That's spelled out 13th Avenue is spelled out media at gmail.com. September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and we are going to be talking about suicide. So please, if you are in need of help, reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. We need you here with us. Hi, everybody. Welcome to part two of my interview with my, my new friend, Clara Reynolds, who is the CEO and president of the Crisis Center of Tampa Bay. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, Sharon. And thanks so much for the opportunity to be here today. I really appreciate I it. couldn't be happier. If I could, I would talk about mental health all day long. And I would talk about all the things that most people don't want to talk about, because I do believe that those are the things that are going to move the needle. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I would agree 100%. You know, it's so interesting in this day and time that we can talk about so many things. We can talk about breast cancer. We can talk about erectile dysfunction. We can talk about all of these things. But when it comes to diseases of the brain, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, we still feel like we can't have these conversations. We still feel like that it's somehow a flaw or it's a weakness on our part when we're struggling with diseases of the brain. And so anytime we get the opportunity to have these conversations, to let folks in the community know that it is okay to be struggling with depression and anxiety. It is okay to have these thoughts. It's what you do about them that is what is so important. And the hardest part of all of this is just reaching out and asking for help. Because once you utter the words, the help is there and it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week through 211. Um, and we just really want to keep getting that message out, um, particularly right now during this COVID pandemic, because yes, it is a, a physical health. It is a, you know, it certainly has caused a lot of physical issues and concerns. But the behavioral health tsunami that is going to follow COVID-19 is, is, is impending upon us. I mean, it is coming. Uh, we know that PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms, take usually around six months to, um, to start to uh, uh, surface. And if you think about here in the state of Florida, we really started in March um, to talk about and having to deal with COVID-19. So think about that October, November timeframe. We are, as a behavioral health community, very concerned about the level of service that community members are going to need. Maybe many of them who have never struggled with behavioral health issues are going to need help and support. And so we have to be ready and, um, and able to respond. I um, remember when the beginning of the pandemic started, I thought, you know, what can I do? because I know that everybody is going to need a community of healers. Right. Because you, you could see the writing on the wall of all of the trauma and all of the stress and all of the job loss and all of the 
this, just the anxiety of not knowing what's going to happen next, that how can we prepare and how can we provide as many resources as possible so when that tough time comes for you or your family members um, or your colleagues at work or your employees, how are we going to provide as much information as possible so you don't have to go through this alone? So thank you again for being here today to have this conversation. Um, I believe that I was built for a global pandemic myself. Okay. All right. Only because I have been seeking help on self for 26 years. Very so good point. Right. It has been something in my daily life. And I know that just like you mentioned, it took a long time for me to even know that I was still suffering from a lot of the trauma that I had gone through as a young adult. And that came out in other places. And now we're all in the pandemic together. There's been different waves going on. There's been a lot of isolation. And I want to have a very, very, very transparent conversation about mental health with you. I know you're ready for this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a broad term, right? Mental health. A lot of people, have, yes. they have yes. a lot of different, you know, somebody says mental health, they say crazy, you know, that person's nuts. Um, I don't want anything to do with somebody like that. I remember even the cover of my book because it says mental health in it. I would offer it to somebody and they would turn it over because they didn't want anybody to see that it said mental health because I might be inferring that you have a problem. Right. Not, I am not. I'm just saying it's, it's such a term that is so, oh, so much stigma attached to it. So, so much let's stigma. talk about- Stigma and stereotypes. Um, yeah, and that's and again, that's what prevents people from getting help when they really need it. So yeah, let's talk about it. Let's do it. So the sooner we remove the stigma, the sooner people are going to get help, like you just mentioned. So what is mental health and what different forms does it take? So mental health, I mean, quite simply, it is how your mind, your brain, your emotions are able to um, deal with the stress and the environment and the, the world around you. And it is how you take in information, how you process that information, what you do with that information, and how that information makes you feel um, and how you are able to cope when things are great and how you're able to cope when things are not so great. All of that is really what we talk about when we talk about mental health. And so when we talk about diseases of the brain, things that will impact that mental health, those are things that, you know, we've, we've basically, you know, briefly touched upon, you know, the biggest two are, are anxiety and depression. If individuals are going to struggle anywhere, it's usually in those two areas um, and certainly through the pandemic, we are seeing right now a large increase. I think there was just a, a paper um, that was released by the uh, Journal of uh, the American Medical Association that talked about pre-COVID and post-COVID. And I think uh, percentages in the, um, in the realm of a 28% increase in individuals identifying as having a, a, de a depressive or an anxiety-related um, uh, either event or situation or actual diagnosis. So we know that COVID-19 has um, impacted us uh, for a variety of reasons. And you know, one of the biggest has been the uh, fear of the unknown, 
not knowing when this thing is going to end and the isolation. Humans were not meant to be isolated individuals. And while Zoom is unbelievably amazing technology, it, there's something to be said for a hug, for a handshake, for a pat on the back. Those touch points, humans are physical touch creatures. And to not have that, particularly for those of us out there who are alone right now, that may not have a spouse or family nearby or living with them, this can create some significant uh, behavioral health challenges. And so we're finding ways that individuals are coping with that. Sometimes it's utilizing food or alcohol. Um, sometimes it's utilizing baking or reading or activities. So again, for those individuals that do reach out and ask for help, we look to, the first question we ask is, when you felt good, what were some of the things that made you feel good? And let's talk about them and let's talk about how do we help you get back to that place so that you can find some joy, find some happiness in your life, because that becomes the building block for everything else that we do from that point forward. Um, and so those are, that's just some of the examples um, of what, when we talk about mental health, of what it is and then how we can, you know, identify issues with it. And then how do we, how do we get you to a better place? And so, Claire, tell me a little bit about what changes you've experienced um, as the Crisis Center of Tampa Bay. What, what has happened through COVID-19? Well, we certainly did see an increase in our volumes of calls. And, and obviously, we started, you know, uh, there was no COVID, you know, prior, you know, in 2019. So we started tracking COVID calls uh, around February 29th. And what we saw, what started to be a trickle of calls around um, a trickle of calls around uh, concerns about physical behavior, or I'm sorry, yeah, just physical symptoms and concerns about the physical aspects of the virus really started more. Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool and they're here in Tampa Bay if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I worked with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're gonna hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram, Thai Technology Rocks. Morphing at the end of March, beginning of April, when individuals were losing their jobs, they were concerned they were going to be kicked out of their um, living situations. They didn't know how they were gonna put food on their table. Their children now needed some sort of education. Um, all of these things really started to bubble up. And so we saw our call volumes really increase. Um, we've taken over 9,000 uh, COVID specific related calls uh, since, um, since March. And those calls have really start, start with financial insecurity, financial concerns, layoffs, financial distress. But again, you've got to peel back that onion to get to the underlying roots of what's going on. And under it all, there's so much anxiety about the future. There's so much concern about when are we going to get to 
the new normal. Um, that those are the kind of calls that we've seen. And we've really, you know, because of the pandemic ourselves, we really had to change how we were providing services. And so we went to a remote workforce, which meant that we had to provide, you know, um, support that was happening right there in the call center. Now it was having to happen via Zoom and via Teams and via this electronic environment. And so we had a lot, a lot to learn and a lot of work to do to make sure that we were still staying connected while being physically distant. I think it, I think that really impacted us here at the Crisis Center of Tampa Bay more so maybe than in some of other businesses because we rely on each other so much. We rely on that peer. We rely on that supervisor to help check in and make sure that our, the folks that are taking those calls are okay. Those folks that are doing the rape exams are okay. And all of that had to really transition to this virtual space. So we've learned a lot. Um, just like Therapy, I think every one of us. Can I ask, did your therapists, they all went to telehealth? They all went to telehealth. We're just now starting to bring therapists back into the office. So they've been, in, they've been doing teletherapy for about six months now. Do you find that most people want to come in person or stay doing telehealth? Uh, we have a lot of folks that want to stay doing telehealth. Young children don't do so hot on telehealth. Um, Here we are back at school. Yeah, you know, so little people, four, five, six-year-olds, they have a harder time engaging in the therapeutic process because you got to keep their hands busy because yeah. when their hands are busy, their mouths will move. Um, so we, so doing play therapy and working in Play-Doh and things like that, it's a little bit more difficult when you're Zooming. So we do have some folks that are coming back into the office um, looking for, because they want that face-to-face, -face, um, but we, but the majority are still going to stay online. Forgive me for not knowing the answer to this, but do you offer resources for people that have lost their jobs? We connect them. So we connect with um, uh, career source as well as other um, services that are available in the community. We get regular updates through a variety of different channels about what resources are coming online. You know, with the CARES Act funding, there's lots of resources that are brand new. So we're working to update our resource database on a, you know, sometimes on a daily basis to make sure we have the most up-to-date information of who's offering what and what areas of town, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I did a, a workshop not too long ago on just, you know, how to find a job in a pandemic. Um, I think that it's, it's got to be the, the most difficult time. And, you know, in our last um, interview, we had a discussion about that one veteran that had called recently and he couldn't pay his rent. And it turns out there was so much more going on underneath. And you have the staff and the training to get to the bottom of that when, when people are calling. It's usually not just about one thing. There's so many different layers to why people are, are struggling, especially today. So to have a resource like yours is, is so important. I'd like to just take a little uh, of a deeper dive on the 211 of and course. how that can be a helpful resource to everybody, as always, but especially now. Especially now. 211 is a, a line, it's available 24 hours a day seven days a week, no matter where you are. You can call 211 on your cell phone, you can call 211 on your landline, and you're gonna be connected to an individual who has been specially trained to be able to help you problem solve your crisis. 
And a crisis is just a life's problem that needs a solution. So what can be, what may be a crisis for me may not be for you, Sharon, may not be for other people. So we use an individualized approach to get folks assistance and support. And um, we provide that here in Hillsborough County. Uh, we serve around 100,000 100, callers a year um, on that 211 line, as well as our other support lines. And you're taking calls from, you know, the, the Skyway Bridge when somebody makes that phone call, it's connecting to the crisis center of Tampa Bay. It does. And that, that call box doesn't ring very often, but when it does, you've got one opportunity to yeah. really be able to impact somebody's life. And one of the things we, you know, we've been able to do is work very closely with the Department of Transportation, with the Florida Highway Patrol, uh, to be able to keep folks on that phone and talking while we are also making sure that Highway Patrol is getting up there, other help and support is getting to that individual. Because if somebody picks up that call box, they want help. They want somebody to help them. And so we are honored to be able to do that work um, in conjunction with other community partners, Florida Highway Patrol, Department of Transportation. That's fantastic. So for everybody that is listening or watching today, and if you have somebody that might be suffering um, in your life or you yourself feel as though you could use help and maybe you don't think it's actually a crisis, Clara, what would you recommend for somebody that is struggling themselves and, and not knowing what's next to do? You know what, that's the beautiful thing about 211 is it's available for anybody for any reason. So you may not be ready today to talk about your suicidal thoughts. That's okay. Call 211, maybe, maybe talk about another resource. Or maybe you don't wanna talk about yourself but you wanna talk about your friend. Absolutely, you can do that with 211. 211, again, it's available for you where you are today. And one of the most important things, I think, Sharon, for your, for your audience to know is that it's an opportunity just to be heard. Just to be heard. Sometimes just being able to talk to somebody who is strictly there to provide you with emotional support and to listen to your story, that can oftentimes be more therapeutic than hours of therapy. Amen. So the phone, call 211. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, it was Oprah Winfrey the first time I ever heard somebody say, most people just want to be heard and validated. That's all a lot of, and that's sometimes it's the only therapeutic intervention you need is to be able to do that. And we have some individuals, they will call us multiple times a day because we're, 211 is that lifeline for them. So wherever you are along the continuum, it's a resource that is available for you free of charge, completely confidential, and it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, Clara, I just want to say thank you. I hope that everybody in the audience today takes advantage of the wonderful resource that we have right in our very own backyard. The Crisis Center of Tampa Bay absolutely could use the support as well from the community. We would love it if you shared this episode with somebody that you know that might be struggling or if there's a business out there that wants to, you know, spend some some marketing dollars. I think that putting these dollars into the space of the Crisis Center of Tampa Bay to actually help somebody else, a fellow human being during this global pandemic and beyond the global pandemic. I'm sure that uh, Clara, you'd be happy to assist them in how you can help them with, with their business and 
with that helping so many others. Absolutely. And you can get more information on our website, crisiscenter.com. And if you are in a position where you would like to invest in the work that we do, that's available right there on our website. Love that. Clara, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. You've thank helped you so me. Much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Stay well. You too. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. T-I-E Technology. Check them out. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. We would love it if you subscribed. This way you'll get notified every time there's a new episode, which in fact are Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Please feel free to leave a review. It really helps us and we appreciate your support. Thank you.